O God, whose will is done without our prayer, we pray that it may be done also by us. To this end, frustrate and bring to nothing every evil counsel and purpose, such as the will of the devil, the world, and our own flesh, which would hinder the hallowing of your name and prevent the coming of your kingdom. Strengthen and keep us steadfast in your word and in faith, even unto the end. Let this your good and gracious will be done. Amen. Well, this is a variation of the prayer that we're going to be having on Sunday, uh, this coming Sunday, for uh, our sermon series that we're doing on the Lord's Prayer. This last week we did Thy Kingdom Come. Now this is Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And it's almost as though the Thy Kingdom Come and Thy will be done are paired up with as it is on earth as well as in heaven. As, as it's happening where, where you are, God, please also have it happen where, where we are. And it's it's one of those, those phrases that has often been confused in the life of the Christian, the kingdom as well as the will. The, the, the issue, and we heard about this a little bit in, in Pastor Chris's sermon uh, this last Sunday, about uh, how do we recognize where the kingdom is? Or how do we recognize that the kingdom has come? Or, or anything around, what does the kingdom of God look like? Those sorts of things. And you get often sucked into a world in which you will run into Christians who actually believe it's their job to bring the Lord's kingdom on earth. And it tends to often look like their kingdom, whatever that might be. Then you have the same thing with God's will. How often it is that we'll say, well, it's God's will. We'll say, well, it's God's will that I'm suffering. It's God's will that I have cancer. It's God's will that my mom died. It's God's will uh, for all of these things. We use that almost as a cop-out to say, well, it's God's fault. All of it's God's fault. And I think that's a holdover from our puritanical uh, Calvinist, Reformed state religion that we have in America, whether we like it or not. This place in which we, we believe everything is predestined, everything works according to God's will in the sense of every single little thing. The, the, the fact that I had an uh, uh, enchilada hot dish for lunch today, is, is it was God's will. He ordained it. As though God is sitting up in heaven, making sure that every single moment of every single day of every choice that you make was ordained by God. Because the problem is, is then we get into the question of, well, was my sin part of God's will? Was that sin that I just committed, was that part of God's will? Was I fulfilling God's will in that? And what I love about our, our catechism is it tends to open up some of this stuff for us to make it a little bit easier. O oh God, whose will is done without our prayer. The fact that God's will happens even when we don't want it to. That quite often God's will happens in circumstances that we don't enjoy. That oftentimes God's will can be identified in the things that happen to us and in our lives that uh, we don't want to happen, which can include the loss of a loved one. But we can't stand up and say, yes, that was God's will every single time. What we can say is that God's will is happening, regardless of whether that was part of God's will. We ask that it may be done also by us or amongst us or in us, that, that we might fulfill God's will in that way. Uh, to this end, frustrate and bring to nothing every evil counsel and purpose, such as the will of the devil, the world, and our own flesh, flesh, which would hinder the hallowing of your name and prevent the coming of your kingdom. Notice something there, how God's will is connected to the first two petitions, right? 
that God's will is connected to the glorifying of God, the, the setting apart of God's name, the, the understanding of who God is, that, that his will is found in Christ, for instance, in the redemptive work that he has done. And then uh, the, the kingdom is also God's will, the coming of, of his kingdom specifically in Christ. That, that's, that's what we find. find. That's, that's how Pastor Chris talked about it this morning, or, or yesterday morning as you're watching this. The fact that God's kingdom comes to us in Christ. That when he speaks, and I, and I said this last week, when he speaks and he says, repent for the kingdom of heaven has come near, he's saying, I'm it. You want to see the kingdom of heaven? Look at me. I'm here. God's kingdom has come in me, in what it is that I bring. And then we ask that in this prayer specifically that we might be strengthened and that we might be kept steadfast in God's word and in faith unto the end. That this, this is God's good and gracious will, that God's will is attached to our love of the word, our listening to the word, but then it's also attached to our, our continual trust in him. That's God's will for our lives. His will for us is that we might trust him in all things, that we might fear, love, and trust him above all things, which is the explanation of the first commandment in our small catechism. And so if that's, the, if that's the understanding of the focus of our lives, that we might trust God above all things, if, if that's the, the role that we are supposed to have, if that's, the, that's the place that we have in understanding what God's will is, that God's will is found, bound up in the growth of our faith and our love for him, which then pours out into, into love for others because of how we understand ourselves in front of him, then we understand God's will. So be careful not to try and ascribe every single little thing that happens to God's will. In fact, quite often what ends up happening is that it comes, suffering comes upon us, whatever it might look like, and God's will is to walk with us through that suffering. Not necessarily to take us out of it, nor necessarily the fact that that suffering was something that he ordained from the beginning of time. Because God's ordaining, his predestination, his, his work in that is predestining us in Christ to be his. That we might trust him in all things. That we might hold steadfast to his word and grow in faith and love. So that then when we want to know what God's will is, we already have it in what it is that he has done. Let us pray. O God, whose will is done without our prayer, we pray that it may, may be done also by us. To this end, frustrate and bring to nothing every evil counsel and purpose, such as the will of the devil, the world, and our own flesh, which would hinder the hallowing of your name and prevent the coming of your kingdom. Strengthen and keep us steadfast in your word and in faith, even unto the end. Let this your good and gracious will be done. Amen. All church, go in peace, serve the Lord, and we will see you tomorrow.